Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. I'm Max Pisano. And I'm Joseph Pisano. Each week we'll be talking real estate, banking and mortgages, sharing insights into the local real estate markets and updates on the bank's view on mortgages and investment loans to help you make better informed decisions. And also give you an opportunity to ask questions in this ever-changing, uncertain environment. So let's get into it, shall we? Well, okay. Joe, how are you? Welcome back. It's been a while since we spoke last. Yeah, we've been in hibernation, haven't we, uh, Max? <laughs> We're, uh, yeah, it's nice to be back. And, well, stage uh, four lockdown is, uh, is definitely uh, a good way of looking at it. Hibernation is definitely a good word for it. Um, what have you been up to during stage four, Joe? What have you done personally? Um, you're still going out for your nice walks. I can see outside looking out now. It's, uh, it's a nice spring day. Yeah, um, so I'd imagine you're taking advantage of it. Yeah, been out for a walk today. And um, I know you, you want to talk about a couple of things today. Um, and, um, yeah, no, I, I think we're, we're near the pointy end, you know, where we they might let us free soon, but yeah, but we, we need to talk about businesses, what's happening, I suppose. So, but, uh, oh, look, maybe a good place to start is, is <laughs> very true. And, and maybe a good place to start is, um, uh, I guess without looking forward, it's good to look back a little and see how stage four, uh, lockdown in Melbourne um, has affected uh, the, in particular, the property market and the economy in general. I mean, obviously, uh, there's considerable amount of businesses that have had to shut the doors. Yeah. Um, especially things like hospitality and retail, and yeah. and obviously that, whilst some retail has picked up some business through online, um, many of, especially hospitality, are suffering tremendously. So, I guess. How does that affect uh, the markets moving forward? And in particular, obviously, for me, the property markets, well, I can tell you what it's done over the last four weeks. It's it, Leasing-wise has actually been quite good. I, I've found that um, properties that are generally considered, you know, maybe an A-grade, even B-grade property in the good area, well-maintained, I've actually found that using the technology of things like 3D virtual tours and um, uh, even, you know, webinar-style online inspections have actually been quite successful and been able to lease many of those. That's now, cool. I, have, I have found that the, the ones that perhaps aren't as good, you know, not as well-maintained, they've been a lot tougher. And so obviously that's going to change as yep. we now have come out of lockdown. Sales, though, sales have been extremely tough to be able to, you know, to sell without inspections. Now, let's face it, you know, who's going to open up their wallet for half a million, one million, two million without really inspecting the property in real, uh, in real life? So I guess there the, the strategy has been just to keep buyers informed, vendors informed and just, you know, keep them uh, I guess warm and on the back burner, and that, so so stage four definitely has had a a massive change. I mean, auction clearance rates. Yeah, uh, actually, that last week I noticed the auction clearance rate was around the hundred percent, but that's because it was only one auction and right. it sold. <laughs> you I know, online. That, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I noticed that uh, I did um, speak to a few uh, few people out there, and um, 
I've noticed the phone started ringing again the last week or two now that people's movements, you know, um, aren't as restricted. I know we still got to keep within 5Ks, but talking to um, some other people, um, you know, they're hearing of sales subject to inspection. Now, I, I don't know how anyone can sign a contract <laughs> saying that I've bought this, but subject to inspection. So I don't know. I don't know what some of these guys are doing out there, but... Um, yeah, Look, sounds a bit... look, I will say that there's different markets for different scenarios. I mean, I know we've spoken about the Mornington market, yeah. you know, a fair bit, and we should actually get Steve, our friend Steve Walsh on soon and talk a bit about that. I know Mornington has been going quite well, regardless of the lockdown, because, you know, places like that and others where there's a lifestyle, I know the Central Coast of New South Wales is doing quite well. Um, there was a recent um, report came out by Domain that said that there's been a lot of searching in that area. But, yeah, you're right. You know, it's very hard for for any sale to be made in a, let's call it a suburban-style area where someone would buy it subject to anything. They're not going to put money down. Um, they're not going to pay a deposit. They're not going to put themselves at risk uh, without you know, really inspecting the property. I mean, you know, today we were talking about getting a new fridge because our fridge, our seals are all broken and, you know, we've had our fridge for now like 10, 15 years. And, and even then I said to my wife, you know, really I want to wait until we can feel it, touch it, you know, open the doors and so on. So real estate's much the same. But look, the good news is that with stage four, um, you know, we're, we're sort of heading into the, the next stage of the Victoria uh, the, the Victorian government's, um, uh, what did they call it? The, um, in fact, I've got it right in front of me. Uh, the Metropolitan Melbourne, um, you know, opening up plan. So the good news was that they allowed us as real estate agents to at least have 15 minutes inspections booked one-on-one. So that's definitely made a difference. As you said, Joe, you, you indicated that, you know, you're getting more calls. It's been the same on this end. As soon as the government said, okay, real estate agents can do inspections, I must say I did get a few emails and calls saying, okay, we'd love to inspect this property now. So so it's a good thing. And I think... Um, uh, and it should increase as the weeks go on. We should be getting... Uh, we should be getting... I mean, they want to put good news out there. Um, I think uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I think every week something should happen to help you know, to help that situation. Um, even the federal government announcing, um, you know, all the money they want to spend and uh, making it easier for people to get some money, which there's a little bit of confusion about that. But I think at the moment that um, that's all about not holding people up to try and, um, uh, you know, coincide with this new uh, regulations coming in called best interest duty to look after the um, person borrowing the money. But, you know, the, and I think the federal government sort of looked at it and said, well, hang on a minute, we actually want to get money out there. So how do we do it? Um, how do we do it without, uh, you know, being too harsh or on either party? So we'll hear more about that. But, um yeah, it's a little bit confusing, but it, it obviously sounds like the feds and the, the state government do want to open it up. We're just, sounds like we're not far off it. Well, look, I think I think the budget is set to be announced on the 6th next week. Um, 
Yeah, I think so. So, you know, that could be another discussion for us to have and we might have yeah. some clearer direction. But you're right. My understanding is that the lending criteria will be loosened uh, enough to stimulate activity. And mm-hmm. as we know, in you know, well, we're now in recession officially, it, you know, two, two quarters. Uh, it's funny, actually, my, my daughter the other day asked me, Dad, what's a recession? I, I was surprised that I was able to explain it to her. Basically, two quarters of negative growth we've had, so we're in technically recession. I mean, probably forced by COVID. But, uh, you know, in recession, you know, the idea is to get stimulus out there to get people to spend money so that we go back into growth and, Obviously, the, the government feels that the lending criteria being loosened up is going to allow more people to borrow more money and therefore purchase more more goods, more services, and in our case, purchase more property. Yeah. And I, I can't see how that would hurt the economy. Of course, like anything, you know, if someone overcommits, well, and borrow too much, um, well, it's always going to be a problem, isn't it? But... Um, so, so you think, Joe, um, will they be putting the burden back onto, onto the buyer? Well, not the burden, but will they be putting more responsibility back to the, the borrower of the money? Is that what they're well, talking about? So I know that the details are sketchy. Gone, but Yeah, it seems to have gone the other way quite a bit. And, you know, the law is the law and we, we have to follow that. But oh, I'm not too sure until you see it and what they're gonna, how they're going to do it, you won't know. But... Look, uh, it's like anything, you know, if someone comes to me, we're going to put down on paper what the facts are and the facts are this and you you, you make this and you spend that, well, that's how much you got left over and that's what the bank's going to let you borrow. And that's the way it's mainly been. It's just moving the goalpost, whether they make you um, let you lend a little bit more or a little bit less. That's... and, and. They've tightened the law, the rules up a bit, so it is less. But I think it's going to go the other way now a little bit. So, okay. Well, I guess the jury's out on that, and we'll we'll yeah. report back to our listeners um, in the very near future once the the details of what is going to happen uh, are released. And of course, the budget, I think, will have in it quite a bit because, um, as you can see, the government, both federal and state, are trying to stimulate. You know, activity, jobs, um, to get people moving, to get the money flowing again. Because uh, I remember hearing the one of the press, Victorian press conferences that the revenues dropped something like tax revenues dropped something like thirty, forty yeah. percent. So obviously, stamp duties, you know, yeah. land yeah. tax, all of that, and that's that's a significant loss of revenue for the government, which can only mean that down the track we're going to have to pick up for it. But Well, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the banks are open for business. I mean, if you've got a job and you want to buy something, uh, it looks like you guys are now starting to open up where you can actually see what you can buy once they ring you up and make an appointment. Um, So that's only going to be um, good. And I don't think, uh, Max, I don't think you'll be holidaying over December or January this year, but it sounds like... uh, you know, properties will start to hit the market, I would have thought, yeah? Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, traditionally, uh, you know, December, things start to slow down. You see agents going away, taking a few weeks off. I, I, I really don't think that um, that's going to, well, for people who want to prosper, I guess, and rebuild their businesses, especially real estate businesses, I can't see that happening. I think that if Victoria or Melbourne comes out of our, we go into the next stage, which I think is step um, 
three from memory, um, then and on the 19th of October, then we should see uh, a more loosening up of, of movement and that can only mean that more people will go out and about and start looking at property, which then means there'll be more properties on the market because vendors will start to feel a little bit more confident about selling their homes. Yes. And and so we're traditionally, you know, we'd shut down over the Christmas period. I think it's going to be um, business as unusual, if that's a, if that's a good way of putting it, because we really have to make up for lost ground. You know, it's just, effectively we've been hovering for about six months, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. But I think we are. We're, we're just about there. So I think we're not fully open, but, we're you know, the door's starting to open up for business. So let's just be positive, I suppose, Max, and just, um, uh, you know, tell tell our listeners that we're here to answer you any of your queries and um yeah, there are there are things happening out there now, so which is good. Well, there's no other way to be, I think, but positive. Um, I heard a great quote today, and one of my clients gave me a call. Who's up in uh, in Byron at the moment, and um, he said that uh, Winston Churchill once said that uh, when you're going through hell, keep going. In other words, don't stop in hell. Try and get out of hell. So, yeah. I'm not saying that like stage four's been hell, but you know, it's been tough for some, and I think the only way to move forward is to make progress, and that is you know, one little step at a time, and I think our economy will follow suit. People will start to spend. People will start to feel confident, and uh, fingers crossed we should be back to, you know, some what they call a COVID normal, of course, for now until we've got a vaccine for this thing. Yes. Um, and, uh, and I must say just in closing that it's good to actually see you, Joe, without a mask because obviously we're Zooming mm-hmm. in. Because um, yeah. we caught up the other day, we both had masks on. But um, look, uh, I think let's let's uh, check in with our listeners uh, in a week or so's time once we've seen what the budget's uh, handed down and what they say in that. But it's great to chat to you, Joe. And good to chat to you too, Max. And um, it'll be nice to hear some of the listeners give us a call over the next week or so. Fantastic. Take care, folks, and thanks again. <laughs>